automobiles. Okay, we have a celebrity caller on the line. Here. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Well, I'm glad you thought so, sadistic douchebag. 10.07 at WIOD. It's Friday, finally, the longest week in the history of the human race. Man, usually the week just flies by here. But this week, it's been real long. And if you stick around, we'll tell you how long. Anyway, tonight's the big speaking of that WIOD Hooters softball game. The Hooters girls are going to be there stark naked. Naked. Just hanging out at the ballpark. And I heard uh, Suds yesterday, and, you know, wonderful guys, but they're so full of crap. He said in Pompano Park. It's not at Pompano Park. That's a racetrack, Suds. Pompano Municipal Stadium. So when he don't show up tonight, the excuse will be he went over to Pompano Park and hung out over there. But it's at uh, Pompano Municipal Stadium, 7.30 tonight. And the goofballs from IOD, and I hope they get some folks to show up there tonight um, from the station, because I know I won't. But uh, Sam, they'll have the T-shirts for sale. You going to be there, Alex? Alex is going to be there. Adam, we know, will be there. And then tomorrow I'll be at Champion Marine from noon to 3. Up, And that's that's a good location, too, because no excuses. It's 190th and Biscayne, so you can come from Dayton, Broward, and Palm Beach, and all over the place. And we'll uh, have lots of stuff to give away, and we'll be selling the T-shirts. we got 12278 Not shabby. Not too bad for our Vietnam vets in that van. Meantime, what are all these calls on the board already? I don't want to start on Rick Sanchez today. I'll tell you that right now. But, but... I tuned in yesterday as I was on my way to McDonald's or somewhere, and uh, did, I didn't hear Rick Riley wimping out again, did I? And defending Rick Sanchez, and, well, you got to wait until uh, he has a trial. You, gotta, uh, you don't know if you were in that situation, what you would have done. Oh, man. Is Sanchez, like, coming over here with money or something? And speaking of that, what happened to those, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened to those Rick Sanchez drop-ins? Oh, no. you got to be kidding me. What happened to those carts? You know, every day I sit down here, and within a couple of minutes, I discover that there's a whole bunch of crap that's disappeared. We had like about a half a dozen Rick Sanchez drop-ins here, which would have been perfect today. They're all gone. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, they certainly aren't in here with this stuff, are they? With Rick and Spud's crap. Oh, look at this. They got this thing so jammed up, you couldn't find anything in here if your life depended on it. I sure hope they're not in here, and I'm sure they're not, because they wouldn't do that, would they? He just jammed like dozens and dozens and dozens of carts into the middle of their cart rack. Well, I'll do that during the break, okay? Ten minutes after ten, let's take our first call from Hialeah. Neil. Yeah. Let's start off on Hank. I beg your pardon? Let's start off. Bashing Hank. Okay, who are we going to bash today? Hank Goldberg first, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And? Last night, I happened to have the radio tuned into IOD when I turned on the radio. A radio accident, yes. Okay, and he's talking about not having air conditioning at his house, trying to make everybody feel sorry for him. And then yeah. he says, maybe I'll go spend the night at Facade's nightclub and pick up some money. Maybe I'll spend the night somewhere else. Uh, then maybe I'll spend the night somewhere. Then some guy calls a little bit later and told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then somebody else called a little while later and said, uh, enough of the sucking over the air. Then he yeah. goes, I hope the, the daytime mentality ain't spreading to the nighttime shows. Woo! I don't know. Read in between the lines. Oh, right? boy. I don't know what he meant with Sounds that. like he's drawing a little uh, a line in the sand to me. So that's all I have to say. Okay. 
Thanks for the report, sir. You're a great American, or wherever the hell you're from. It's 11 after 10 at WIOD. We've got a couple of datelines that still aren't doing it yet, 751. Right now, I want to tell you that one of our favorite restaurants, Charcoal's, is having another special this weekend. A whole lobster with sliced flank steak special this weekend. Not easy to say, but easy to eat. It's going to be delicious. Come into any one of the four Charcoal's locations. Get a whole lobster with sliced flank steak plus rice pilaf, homemade soups, and rolls, and a trip to their humongous salad bar. You get all this for the amazingly low price of only fourteen ninety-five. It's a good way to introduce yourself and a whole bunch of folks. Just bring, just grab a whole bunch of people and throw them in the back of the truck and uh, take them over there to Charcoal's and get familiar with a super restaurant, delicious food, humongous portions. So uh, let's check it out again. This week's special for fourteen ninety-five. You get a whole lobster, sliced flank steak, rice, rice pilaf, homemade soups, rolls, and a big salad bar. Only fourteen ninety-five. It's a deal you can't beat with a stick. Four locations for charcoals. They're in Kendall at the Town and Country Center, just east of the Turnpike at Kendall Drive. In the Miami Lakes area, just west of the Palmetto at Northwest 154th Street. That's Miami Lakes Drive exit. Coral Springs on Sample Road at 441. And in Lauderhill on North University Drive and Commercial Boulevard. Check out their gigantic steaks and delicious prime rib, too, this weekend at Charcoal. Oh, me, honey. Oh! The off-colorized version of Gone with the Wind on TNT. Oh, I do listen to me. I must have loved you for years, honey. I was such a stupid fool. I didn't know it. Please believe me. You must care. Listen, honey, I've had enough of this Ashley. I'm out of here. I never really loved Ashley. You lying bitch. I guess when you had your tongue in his mouth, you were cleaning his teeth, huh? Andrew Dice Clay and Vivian Lee in the off-colorized version of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> you go. What shall I go? What shall I do? Why don't you become a hooker? Because frankly, you bitch. I don't give up. And coming on TNT next week, the off-colorization of Leave it to Beaver. Beaver, I have never been more disappointed in you than I was today when you walked in the principal's office wearing that horrible sweatshirt. Well, Dad, I was a little more disappointed when I found out you named me after the first thing you saw when I was born. Catch all the action this week on TNT. Wow. 10.16 at WIOD. We have a little uh, mystery here. All the Rick Sanchez carts have disappeared. All those little drop-ins we had yesterday. So kind of put two and two together and you get 75. Rick Riley sitting here sucking around yesterday, covering up the tracks. Here's this. Uh, he did not take the New Times, though, that's still sitting around here with the latest article about this poor guy and a picture of this guy that was just flattened, flattened by your Channel 7 news anchor. It says, though Sanchez says he tried to aid Smuzinik at the scene of the accident and flagged down motorists, eyewitnesses claim the anchorman ignored the injured man and loudly told police and bystanders that blood tests were pointless and would hurt his public image. Oh! Yeah. So we don't care that we hurt this guy and he's still in a coma and just to make it a little, can barely move his left arm and leg and maybe once in a while hold his head upright. But we don't want to hurt uh, Rick's public image. Coconut Grove. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. You know, I got a little story to tell you. Okay. Uh, it happened this week. Um, In the beginning. Okay, I was driving on 995. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was uh, listening to your show. Yeah. And I got in a little traffic jam, so I was just sitting there. Uh-huh. And then um, I started picking. Come on, nose. you can do it. Picking your nose. And then. Uh, you can come now. You got to say it. I can't say it for you. Uh, Pick, picking your nose. Yeah, I started picking my nose. And I pulled out a booger. It is so hard. Yeah. 
and the booger had little nose hairs on it. What do you think about that, Neil? How many? About two. Oh, that's not, that's not much. Two. You get more than two, you get busted for it. Two nose hairs and a booger. Uh-huh. I kept the booger. And, and ate, ate the hairs. Okay. 1018 at WIOD. That's a good story to get you ready for an exciting weekend here in South Florida. We have an open line in Dade, 751-WIOD, Fort Lauderdale. I'm tired over here. Okay, sounds like it. Pembroke Pines. Hey, Neil, how you doing? I'm doing it. Uh, I just had a little story for you myself. Not as gross as that last. By the way, we're going to uh, we're going to electrocute Danny Jackson on the show today. It's going to be very exciting. About 1230. <laughs> uh, remember your buddy there from the sports department, Joe Zagaki? Yeah. I had an unfortunate experience. We don't want that daytime mentality sneaking into the nighttime there in the Hank Goldberg show. We want all those old Cretans. Hello, Hank. How you doing? Oh, it's so wonderful to hear an intellectual show. What is it now? I, uh, I was just telling you, I went to high school with Joe Zagaki. Well, you sound pretty depressed about it. Oh, man. You ain't kidding. What was your first clue that he was a dip? What was the what? What was the first clue that he was a real dip? Uh, I don't know. Just the way he looked. Yeah, and the way he talks. <laughs> W-I-O-D. Yeah, that's like real down. depressing. I'm depressing telling you, guy. going through high school wasn't that easy either with him. Yeah. But uh, seems like he's kind of made it, I guess. He's a big star now in oh, his yeah. mind. Yeah, he's he brown noses all the right people in this place. He is a superstar. Hey, you learned you how to do it. don't mess with Mr. Z. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, man. I guess that's what it takes to make it in this world. How do you think it. he's on the air? Boy, he sucked around with all the right people here for a long time. Yeah, I think now, that's how he got now he's like... the uh, director of uh, sports and entertainment and uh, research. Hey, that's a that's a title anyway. Mm-hmm. Everybody want. here's got a title. That's the best part. The talent don't have any title. We're the only ones that have no titles. No, oh, yeah. But everybody else is the director of this, the uh, producer of that. They all have a title. Hey. And they all get paid like a buck cash. and a half an hour, so we can live without the title. We if, don't give it. If, if you make the title. cash, you need the title, right? That's right. Screw it. Screw the title. Because most of the people who got titles, it makes up for their mental insufficiency. Exactly. Like in programming, for example. <laughs> all right. Well, I just wanted to say hi and say wish everybody that they're a happy douchebag and everything else. Okay. Well, you sound pretty happy, even though you knew Joe. Maybe yeah. you're happy you got away from him. Have a great day. You too. 20 after 10. Boy, these people are ready today, I'll tell you that. I'm not sure for what. One open line, it's in Broward County, 524-9463, 524-WIOD. I'm sure interested in finding out what happened to those four or five carts that were very conspicuous because they had, like, yellowish uh, labels on them. I mean, you couldn't miss them. Uh, even Ray Charles could have found them easy. And they've just conveniently disappeared. On the same day that I noticed we were shilling for our good fat buddy next door, the squatter. I don't understand. They're not here. They're just gone. And I checked out. What a mess in there. Okay, now, when they first came here, they had a big box, Rick and Suds, and they used to have schlepped their carts around in a box, which would be preferable to just jamming them all in that middle thing. I found one cart where the tape is, like, all looped out and just rolling around. But I did not find a Rick Sanchez cart. So the mystery continues, and the search will go on. presents the album you've been panting for. <laughs> Pee-wee Herman's Hermit's Greatest Hits. Well, that's this morning, feeling mine. <laughs> so I decided, it's movie time. <laughs> we got a naughty unit in the neighborhood. It's <laughs> Pee-wee Herman caught live. Something tells me my career's done for good. Yes, Pee-wee's a man on a mission with a new release. <laughs> 
He just won't quit. Missy Vaughn, you've got some lovely knockers. <laughs> Don't miss this outstanding performance at the climax of his career. So fly down to the store and pull out Pee-wee. That's some kind of All right, come quietly. <laughs> All over the screen. Put your hands so we can see them. All over the screen. Ah. Herman's Hermits, recorded live at Pee-wee's all-night playhouse. I'm horny as an ape, I am. <laughs> Look, now I'm a hermit. Now available on Hot Wax Records and Tape. <laughs> Thank God for Pee-wee, man. It would have been the most boring two weeks in the history of mankind. 1025 at WIOD. Still haven't found those carts. We have another massive Rick Sanchez cover-up taking place, and uh, we're part of it. you believe this? I mean, what did he say on those carts? I, either somebody has uh, yanked those out of here, or somebody has uh, lost them. Okeechobee. Hey, Neil, I know you like baseball and horse racing, but do you like NASCAR? I beg your pardon? Do you like NASCAR? VASCAR? No, I prefer radar myself. Oh. And another thing I gotta say. Yeah. Rodney's a douchebag, and if okay. I had the ability to do it... Okay. 1026 at WI. That was from Okeechobee, by the way, so those of you up there at Pahokee, you can track them down beat the crap out of them. Miramar. Good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm Joe? doing pretty damn good, to be honest with you. Boy, I'm glad to hear that. You know, I'm at work all day, and I never get to call you in, but your show it's really... It's so amazing. I know it. It just uh, tickles everybody's fancy. Well, it's great because I'm a letter carrier, and I've got your radio in my bag. So we, have, we have a lot of carriers who listen to this show. I don't want to tell you what they're carrying, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, um... One of these things I was thinking about while listening to your show a lot. Yeah. During the during the war when everybody was really Full of crap, yeah. and we're trying mm -hmm. to get this van and all this, you used to play a lot of cards that were related to war efforts. Yeah. And one of the ones that I really used to think was great was the Chamberlain thing, and the, one of the all-time great, of course, would be the Star Spangled Banner. Mm -hmm. Just kind of remind these people, you know. Oh, sir, spare me. Very, okay. Don't, don't you understand case. where you are? Don't you understand the real world? I know. That's passe now. It was all fashionable to jump on the bandwagon. Even I got caught up in certain aspects of it. And it's, uh, they were all full of crap. Well, Now I they're know. onward I... and upward with Madonna and, uh, you know, all the other crap. <laughs> well, maybe if, you, maybe if you got the Rosanna Bar rendition. That might do it. That might do it. Yeah, there you go. Or hey, we can, can I get... call a couple people douchebags? Sure, go right ahead. All right. My brother, Neil... You're a douchebag. And pardon? Dan, at Active Test, you're a dirty double dick douchebag. <laughs> okay. Bye. See ya. There's another one of those carriers. 1027 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County. 751. Do it fast. So I think we ought to have a big major tribute to Rick Sanchez today on here. We ought to have like a three and a half hour tribute because he's a great guy. He's much misunderstood. And when you squat that long, it starts affecting your brains. Especially when they're located where his are. Mobile in North Miami. Hi, this is Ray. How you doing? You never believe it, but I'm on the 79th Street Bridge. I can't believe it, Ray. Yeah, and I'm coming over. I got two checks for you for the van. Great, Ray. Can I get a couple of shirts? Sure. What's the title of the person I got to talk to? The title of the person is the uh, shirt director. The shirt? Because we got more shirt in this place, man, than you'll ever see. But you really have shirts? Yeah, they got them all around. In fact, if we don't have one, Alex will give you the one right off his back. I'll be there in two minutes. Okay. So how's it going? Thanks, Ray. It's going great. All right. Okay. Huh? What's the total? 12278 Hey, we're more than halfway there. We're doing it. All right. See you, Ray. Bye. Okay, enough. 1028. You know, I discovered yesterday that Andy Kalb turns out to be a real sleazebag. We always thought he was okay because he's a short little twerpy guy. 
He was taking such delight in the fact the Cubs were getting their brains kicked out of him yesterday. Now, how did that game in any way, shape, or form affect the Mets? Didn't at all. The Phillies and the Cubs. And he kept running in here, laughing and puking and carrying, oh, it's 5-1, to one. oh, it's 10-1, to one. <laughs> And then to make matters worse, the Mets beat the Pirates. Although I'm kind of happy about that because I'm sick and tired of Chuck Meyer and his condescending attitude. No, I really am. They've been, you know, kicking ass. They've been winning every day. And now all of a sudden they lost like nine of their last 11. And they're playing like slipshod ball and Bonds gets picked off phase. They, they look like crap, Chuck. They look like crap. So I'm kind of pleased with that because this weekend we'll take care of the Cubs again, the uh, Mets again. No, we will take care of the Cubs ourselves. Maybe we could start Danny Jackson again today. Maybe we could throw it. We could pitch Sutcliffe today, Danny Jackson again tomorrow. See, Danny goes out there, he pitches three innings. If he gives up two runs or a hundred runs, he goes out and pitches three innings. We've got to do something for that ten million. Right, Woody? You betcha. Starline's open. Star IOD, by the way. Yes. I want to compliment you on one of the greatest... What do you greatest... mean, yeah? Well, no, wait a minute. What do you mean, yeah? Like, uh, that was an important announcement, Woody. It was an important announcement? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. What happened to my Rick Sanchez phone, so. tapes, Woody? Pardon? I say, what happened to those Rick Sanchez tapes? Uh, I think, uh, you know, Rick Riley ate them. No, I'm not. I'm serious. Where did those disappear to? There were like four or five tapes. Have, have you Harry. asked next door? Have I what? Have you asked next door if they got them? I mean, th- there was nothing that was said on there. They were all cute. They were all uh, kind of embarrassing for him. But uh, that's, you know, he doesn't I mean, lose every night over know, there. He can't get any more embarrassing than that. Really? I mean, there's nothing that he hasn't already said or done on it. Right. That isn't embarrassing. Really? But I got, I got to tell you that... Uh, I was driving an I-75 yesterday, yeah. and uh, about the 12 noon news, when you started playing the airplane through Tom Roberts, uh, you know, traffic report, mm-hmm. and that just cracked me up so much, I nearly had an accident. It was. I like, noticed this morning, I'm coming to work, and I hear uh, one of the uh, Sky uh, 1, 2, 3, and 4 people saying, uh, no, there's no, uh, Golden Glades is clear this morning, no jam up, and I know, I know definitely that's a response to my ripping them in ass, and guess what, for once they were right, there wasn't a dog on the Golden Glades, it whipped through there about 95. Oh, well, you sort of put them on their toes, so to speak. Yeah, right. Really? They are so but full I... of crap, you know, they think they can get away with it, because they basically have a monopoly in the market, and they're on every station in town, and, well, you know, give them any crap we want, and they'll believe it. You got it. You about got time it. somebody I... called them for being a bunch of phonies that they are. Every time I'm heading down the South Dixie Highway on the, um, at, at, you know, 5 or 6 o'clock, they always say it's all backed up through the city and 95 they go to keep driving and there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got your plane right over here, Joe. Yeah, I almost ran into a Broward Sheriff's deputy who was laughing so hard, you know. It was just, really? I mean, I, I just, that was just one of the great moments of radio. Well, give it a shot again, okay? All right, I'll, tr- I'll try it again. And, and go Giants, and Big Al, you're a big douchebag. Okay, Woody. Listen, take care, Neil. Get control of yourself, will you? I'll try. See ya. Bye-bye. Get rid of that stupid ponytail. 1032 at WYOD. There's an open line in Dade County, 751-9463. A pig report in the Gables. Uh, Neil, <clears throat> they've surrounded the uh, Star Gables uh, police station. I guess they're looking for the chief. Yeah. Anyway, terrible show today. I guess go home. Okay. Ten thirty. It was great up until I called. Ten thirty-two. There's an open line on the star line at Star IOD. Let's go to Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. I have um some what like a pig report. Well, who is this? Rob. Rob. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a little chronic, you know, it, Rob. Yeah. Boy. Summertime. The sun is shining. The birds are dropping it on the cars, and you're like calling a show every day, Rob. 
You need to go out there and get a little suntan, a little exercise. I do that after the show. Oh, after the show. Okay, that's all right. Well, do you remember... You exercise it after the show? Yeah. Okay. Remember the two live... The banning of the two No, I never heard of it. Well, um... We don't we don't play black music on this station. Yeah, I know, but that's W E D R. When Nick Navarro banned it. Never heard of him. The only guy with white hair I know is Sonny over at the market. Mm. Never heard of Two Live Crew, Nick Navarro. So what's the point, Rob? Come on, you can do it. Don't be intimidated now. Stand up like a man. Because um Even over if it's an act. at since it was banned, like I saw one like a cop go over by. They saw one of the nasty as you want to be taped him. He only took the one tape and left the other two there. Yeah. Well, he was just taking one home for his uh, family. And I thought, what a jackass. What a jackass. There you go, Rob. Now you're getting warm. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's my sentiments precisely, Rob. Well, listen, get a grip on yourself and have a great weekend. And get out of this habit while you were getting tired of it. 1034, we have an open... Don't ever put him on again. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. 524-W-I-D. <laughs> if you're going to be out shopping around for a used car this weekend, i got a little friendly piece of advice for you. Call the Auto Critic and have them check it out along with you before you put down a dime. Because buying a used car is like playing automobile roulette, man. It's usually inheriting somebody else's headaches... And I would say nine times out of ten, there are hidden problems with used cars that you're never going to find out until it's too late when you've already signed and made the deal and you're already committed to making the payments. So instead of getting ripped off when you buy your next used car, call the Auto Critic. They'll conduct an unbiased 90-point bumper-to-bumper analysis. They will analyze it from head to toe, from front to back, from top to rear of any vehicle in just about an hour. They have a fleet of mobile vans that come right out to wherever that car is, to the dealer, to a private home, to a used car lot, whatever it might be. And they use only ASE certified technicians who will do that 90-point bumper-to-bumper analysis and give you the lowdown on whether you're getting a great deal or a lemon, okay? It's only $79.95, a mighty small price to pay when you can save lots of grief and maybe thousands of dollars in future repairs. The Auto Critic. Check them out in Dade. Call 592-7663. 592-7663. In Broward, 772-6590. 772-6590 for the Auto Critic. This and You've seen the TV commercials. Now let Joey Chickwood and his big wheels teach you how to do it. Hey, excuse me. Yeah. Hey, you got any gray poop on? Sure do, boy. Pull that rig on up. After just one week of Joey Chitwood's Grey Poupon Stunt Driving School, you'll be swiping spicy Dijon with a big rig. Joey Chitwood, king of the 85-mile-per-hour condiment swap. See if you've got what it takes to cut the mustard. 21 till 11 at WIOD. So they've all disappeared. I've checked everywhere they could possibly be. We have another Rick Sanchez cover-up. Isn't it interesting how he's got these connections that no matter what kind of tracks he leaves behind, what little pile he leaves in the yard... Somebody always seems to come along and cover it up, huh? Hmm. Miami. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Pretty good? Yeah, pretty fair. I got a spy report for you. Yeah? I found out where those cards are. Yeah. They're in Sally Fitz's purse. They're in her purse? Yeah, they're in the purse. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Get the paramedics again. <laughs> wow. She got him, boy. Okay, well, sharpen up that needle, Sally. Maybe we can play him uh, from next door. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sir. Great call. 
two open lines in date. Somebody just panicked when he said that. 751 WIOD. Let's go to Davey. Uncle Neil, how you doing? I'm doing it. Sounding great today. Well, that's good. Listen, Neil, uh, BSO is going to be conducting a Nazi Germany DUI checkpoint tonight uh, between 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. in front of the Lauder Hill Mall, 441 Northbound. Great. So, uh, Rick Sanchez, if you're listening, uh, stay out of Lauder Hill. Could be bad for your image, douchebag. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Neil. Thank you, sir. Great job. The BSO striking terror into parts from coast to coast. And all we got are a bunch of lame idiots sitting back out there. Man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? One of the first missions of the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Department in Navarro Beach, or is that Navarre Beach? What the hell is that? Since the legislature passed a boundary change that shifted that community from Escambia County, has been an undercover operation aimed at curtailing nude sunbathing. What we've been doing, we've been doing covertly, Sheriff's Captain Terry Hardy explained, saying there have been some arrests. There haven't been a lot of marked cars or uniformed officers, he said. In order for us to find out what's going on down there, we have to be able to be there without anybody knowing we're there. So now they're cracking out down on the nude bathers in Navarro Beach in Escambia County. Hallelujah. What a great state, huh? The police state. We're doing it. You just mark my words, okay? You can laugh all you want when I talk about the passport. And I read that Al Goldstein editorial from Screw Magazine yesterday. Oh, that's pretty funny, huh? Yeah, right. When they drag your ass away, don't be calling us on the air and bitching about it, okay? Coral Springs. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I heard you were up at the KV Downs. How yep. was it? Terrible. Terrible? Did you win any money? No, sir. You gotta be kidding. Sucked. I never went up Batavia Downs. It's a terrible place. Well, you think they're fixed up there? I didn't say that, sir. Oh, well. Far I... be it from me to make any accusations hey, like that. Hey, listen. Have you ever eaten at a place right outside of Rochester? It's called the Maplewood Inn. No, I know where it is. I've never been there. Ah, uh, great food. Mm -hmm. You ever up in Rochester? Yeah, I think I've been there a long time ago. Very, very good. Food. Well, that's good. Hey, listen. Can I call somebody a douchebag? 1042 at WIOD. We have an open line at Broward, 524-9463, 524-WIOD, Clearwater. Hey, Neil, how you doing? I'm doing okay, sir. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I used to live down there. I moved out. I moved to Sarasota for a while. You moved to Sarasota? Well, things are getting pretty hot over there. Yeah, it is. They have nothing to do over there. It's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, you heard of St. Petersburg. They, uh, that people retire when they go. You know, that's where they go to retire. Well, their mothers and fathers retired to Sarasota. That is correct. They're, they're dead. Their anyway. grandparents, their great-grandparents retired to Sarasota. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Mark at, uh, at the Mercedes dealer down here sends me tapes every once in a while so I can still keep track of what's going on. Well, it's the same old crap. Nothing oh, changes great. here. There's no Nothing radio changes up here. in this town. The radio up here is about the same except for your show down there. The, 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 uh, the traffic's the same. They, don't, they haven't a clue. They're on 50 different stations with 40 different names. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I bet you Mike uh, uh, Paxton is on down there, too. <laughs> he probably is. What's his name? He's probably Sadie Schwartz on here over there. <laughs> you're full of crap, Tom Roberts, okay? You're not fooling anybody, you fat slob. Yeah, well, they get in that airplane, they get confused, you know, and they don't yeah. know. They, uh, how can you really tell? When I mean, you're that far up in the air, you look down, all the streets. Yeah, that's the same. problem. They're a plane that's like cruising at 37,000 feet. What the hell are they going to see? <laughs> they don't know what's going on. You're anyway, right. you're doing a great job for the uh, veterans and stuff. Well, we're trying like hell. It's, uh, you know, a tough thing just to uh, come from out of the blue and ask for twenty-four grand. But uh, uh, we're, we're plugging away. Yeah, I listened to the tape. I think it was from last Monday. I was listening to that on the way in this morning about uh, our buddy Greg, uh, whatever they're getting 
bombs off the light bulb? No, he's not. That was a false rumor planted by somebody inside. I don't want to mention Steve's name, but uh, that <laughs> wanted him out desperately. And he's still on there. He's still plugging away with his... Uh... Oh, you mean Steve the douchebag Kane is That's... not in New York? He's down there now? You didn't know that? No, I... Oh, he got blown out of New York in a matter of months. Uh, what did he do, put him to sleep up there? Yeah. They didn't have enough of those... Uh, One too many urine lady shows. Chris, if I had a choice between listening to Howard Stern, Don Imus, or Steve Kane, that would be a tough uh, one for yeah, me. Don yeah, Don Imus is really good. Yep, you're right. And that fan, they got that FAN radio up there. It's pretty that's good. right. That, that's and they point. actually promote the personalities up there. I, they keep on the Mets broadcast. They keep talking about Imus, and they got all these caricatures yeah. and billboards. They actually believe in promoting the personalities up there. That's and he comes on, and he rips the hell out of the Mets and the sports staff, and they love it, you know. That's right. But here, we don't want to promote the personalities because somebody might find out that we're here, so we talk about news, weather, and traffic. Oh, boy. Yeah, what a lame... Uh, oh, listen, you just reminded me. You know, Howard went on the air in uh, Los Angeles... Howard Stern? Oh, the, on the, the same Infinite. way he's doing in Philly. Right, it's uh, a simulcast of what he's doing in Philly and Washington yeah. and uh, K-Rock in New York, so he's yeah. on in L.A. And so the first person he started ripping out there, and justifiably so, was Tom Likas. Lika. Remember Lika. Tom Likas from, uh, he was here for uh, yeah, a few Yeah, yeah, where'd he go, to Chicago? He ran what? off to, uh, no, he's at our sister station, KFI, another Cox Broadcasting embarrassment out there. Oh, yeah. So yeah. guess what KFI's management told Tom Likas? What's that? You can't respond. Don't mention Howard's name. Just uh, ignore it. Now, isn't that typical? Isn't that oh, yeah. just the Cox Broadcasting way? Ignore it. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody's going to... F- somebody might find Howard if uh, Likas mentions his name on here. <laughs> oh, man. These people, if they knew anything about radio, it would hurt them. The only thing they know is to put on a bunch of slush out there on the coast in L.A. and make $37 million a year from it or something like that. So all they can do is put on a bunch of CDs and sharpen up the needle. <laughs> oh, well. I'm working, so there's about five guys standing there waiting for some parts, so I better get back to work. Okay, get your ass to work and have a great day. Nice talking to you, Neil. See you. Bye. 10.45. Yeah, like us. Don't mention Howard. Management will get all paranoid and upset up there, just like they do here. Oh, don't mention Steve on here. Ooh. Ooh. God, these people are such a bunch of wimps. Two open lines are both in Broward at 524-9463. 524-9463. W-I-O-D. That's, uh, when you see the two lines like that, that's the sure sign that we're just beginning to start eroding for the day. But I don't care. We got just tons of cards. Even without the Rick Sanchez cards. Doesn't that strike anybody as being a little bit mysterious? I'm not making it up. We had those little drop-ins. They were pretty uh, amusing and abusing. But look at that. And the uh, toll-free lines open, too. So now we were sizzling all morning, and now, well, they're coming back a little bit. But uh, it strikes me as pretty peculiar. And especially, I only tuned in in bits and pieces. Maybe we need a spy report. But what? there must have been something that preceded or went around Rick uh, Riley. And here we just had him butched up a little bit, and he's sucking around defending Rick Sanchez, defending the indefensible. If you go see Return to the Blue Lagoon, be sure and wear those no-zipper uh, jeans. Let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, how are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, first off, uh, Southcliff is the Antichrist. And who, who is? Southcliff. Oh. Started our three-game slot. Yeah, he does have three little sixes under his beard. <laughs> that's it. And that's his earned run average, too, is 66.6. <laughs> uh, next, I do have a dish, fortunately, and you do get to catch all the games that you want to see anywhere. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, what do we... We have a day game today, right? 3.20 Eastern Daylight Time, WGN. Uh, I'll be able to catch the last few innings anyway. As a matter of fact, the Mets fans, I believe, get screwed again today because I think I heard Ralph say last night it's going to be on Sports Channel New York again, which is F47 if you have a satellite dish, and if you don't, you're screwed down here. That's it. That's it, no doubt about it. Also, uh, on CNN this morning in New York City, they have a big protest, uh, something about Pee Wee, uh, Play With Pee Wee Day or something. Right, I don't they know. had 500 people out there uh, playing with Pee Wee. Incredible. Right, <laughs> with their uh, button jeans. 
Well, that's about it, Neil. Have a good day. And the same to you, sir. Take care. See you. 132 at WIOD in a country filled with hypocrites and uh, assholes. An open line in Broward, 524-9463. And we'll go to Miami and say, Buenos Dias. Yes, um, this is my first time on, and I have to say... Oh, man, I'll tell you, Alex, you're really doing it. I think uh, Gary Mills had a point. What is it? Well, I think that Pee Wee Harmon, if he had buttonflies, he would never get his thing out of there. How old are you, sir? I'm 12. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I think he's a real... <laughs> I think you got a zipper fly. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, but... I think it just got stuck bad, big time. What do you have against kids? I don't have anything against kids. you want to hear five-year-old kids calling in on a radio? But they're dumb, but I mean... Oh, see, there you go. We'd like to talk to somebody more mature and intelligent like you, sir. Right. There you go. But... That got your attention. If your voice gets any higher, man, they're going to come to inspect, see if there's anything there, okay? I think you better quit while you're ahead. We ought to play that song, He's an Old Smoothie, for that kid. One thir- he's like got that Michael J. Fox uh, syndrome. You know, there's just nothing there. Just a smooth spot. Jamie Niels. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello, Neil. Yes, I am. Uh, this is Jamie. Uh, I'm from Gene Starr's The Rich and Famous, and I can give you a pretty good rundown on the story of the button... Uh... Gene Styles of the Rich and Flaming? Yeah, rich and rich and Famous, yes. I just, see. Just like the television show. Yes, sir. Well, uh, first of all, the, the button front was originally a farmer's uh, jean. It was the original Levi jean. Yes. Once worn by Levi Harner at Batavia Downs. Okay. And um, they, became, uh, they became collector's items in Europe. And uh, people were, were buying our used uh, button front jeans over here and taking them back to Europe, and it became a style. Yeah. And it's still a major style over there today. Uh-huh. Um, most, of, most of our button fronts for years... Maybe that's been... why there's that big sign over the stalls in Europe, I saw it. It says European. Yeah, that's Over it. the top of each stall. <laughs> Little instructional information, I guess, for us Americans. Uh-huh. So anyhow, they, they became uh, famous over there, and we started shipping the used jeans um, to Europe. Uh, then New Yorkers and Californians who tend to follow... Of course, the you European. know, in Sarasota, they got a big sign over the stall that says, European or you're in trouble. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a little peewee. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, Where is this all coming from? They're just flowing out like from a magic uh, flood somewhere. Yeah, well, well, actually what's happened is uh, they're, they're now starting to become famous here. Actually, uh, the New Yorkers and the Californians started to follow the European style... Yeah. And then the gay community started to make them famous down in Florida. Yes. And the story that Sonny told you, uh, uh, or, or no, I'm sorry, the guy previously told you about the romantic bit of unbuttoning the fly. Yeah. We've heard that story, you know, uh, many, many times. Sir, I got this for There's nothing romantic about tugging at each one of those damn things when you're just really desperate to uh, check out what's in there. There's nothing uh, romantic about it at all, believe me. Well, it's I, frustrating I as hell. I, I don't know. It's not my thing, but... I'm especially when they don't want to give you any story. help, you know. Just to sit back. Okay, go and ahead. Now, see, all the ladies are getting luck, them okay? now. The ladies want them now. Mm-hmm. The college girls want them. And they want them ripped and torn. We get twice as much money for a used button front jean as we get for a perfect uh, regular lever. I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, I guess, like uh, Sonny said, they're making a fashion statement. Yeah. A bad one. Uh-huh. Well, Jamie, you've been a real tweet, let me tell you that. Okay. I'm going to go home and put on my babushka and just have a great weekend. Okay, Neil. Good Thanks, luck. Thanks, Jamie. Great, great boy. To you. I'm sure it is. 
136, Jamie Nels from uh, Gene Styles of the Rich and Famous. Oh, and Alex puts Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous on there. Boy, you are. You're so gullible, man. They can tell you anything. Like these little six-year-old kids that tell you they're 25. It's 136 at WIOD. So, you're having a limited-time-only sale at Modern Age, right? We sure are. Uh, it is so hard. Here's my story, sad but true. Ella said that her husband, Scott Schwartz, would never be caught dead wearing a button fly. And I said, well, why is he so honest and open about these things? She said, he don't have much to hide. 17 till 2. And, well, he's Jewish. What do you expect? Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Yes, I am. Uh, yes, this is about the button flies again. Okay. I'm uh, originally from Montana, and yeah. that was my first exposure to the button fly. Your first exposure to the yes. button fly? That's an interesting yes, way you so put it. I was only about uh, 11 or 12, and the hormones were starting to go, and my older sister had a boyfriend that always wore button-down flies. Wow. And it was always uh, just really interesting, you know, and later on I would always suggest that my boyfriend would try wearing them. Yeah. And a couple of my boyfriends were really... You know, strict about the kind of jeans that they'd wear. One wore Wranglers. Oh, yeah. The other wore... Uh, Making a fashion statement. Yeah, the other one, <laughs> well, Montana kind of people. Exactly. Like in Butte. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there's just such a difference, you know, between a man that's wearing a regular zipper and then the... Really? The button-down flag. Well, what's the difference? Well, just look at it, you know. You just you can see the difference. <laughs> Oh, you mean look at the fly? Yes, you can see the I see. You know, it's the way it, it uh, just the shape and everything. So, in other words, it is a statement. Well, I don't know. You know, the guy that called in about the uh, genes of, of the rich and famous, I don't know, you know what, because I, I left Montana and went to Europe in the military, and I knew they did have a, a big thing for our genes. They'd trade just about anything to get a pair of button-down flies. Boy, I think, I think we've tapped into something really uh, incredible here today. I don't think it is a fashion statement. I think it's a psychological thing. Yeah. I think once a, uh, you know, a man gets a pair of these jeans on, it, it feels his power. It's kind of like know? what they say at the funeral parlor. It's as good a task to check out our basket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's something right. like that. It's like, you know, well, it kind of gives them a, a little extra. It's kind of like a woman wearing a padded bra. I see. Right. That's what I thought. Right? So, in other words, uh, what you see may not be what you get. Right, right. But women seem to go for that. And then once the yeah. men get them on, they're all of a sudden they've got all this power and, you know, they can just... Okay, there's a little suggestion. All you guys try it this weekend. A button fly. You may it be flying change. all weekend. It can change his whole image. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, there it is right from Montana. A psychological statement. Not just a fashion statement, but a psychological statement. She also said a couple of socks can't hurt either. Oh, geez, please. I just had lunch a little while ago. 145 at WIOD. I'm telling you, this could be, we could do a whole week on this. One last week, I guess. Fort Lauderdale, hello. What a butte, that one was. Yeah. Uh, As in Crested Butte. Yeah. There is a place out there called Crested Butt. In, in Butte, Montana. Neil, uh -huh. just uh, a question. Uh, uh, on, at Calder? At Calder? Now, right, at Calder now they've instituted a quick official. Right. Yeah, you know what that is? Yeah, so like uh, they asked all the jockeys, anybody got a problem? Right. Enough? Right. right. Now, my question is, I always thought when they had a weigh in, yeah. that the weight had to be the same. Well, of course. As, and if it wasn't. They're, they're disqualified. Yeah. I mean. Do you know that years ago, I've told this story, but it bears repeating because it was a funny thing. About 10 years ago, mm -hmm. I had a pretty good bet on a double. And in the first race, the horse that won, won by, like, open lengths, and my horse was second. And I mean, but the first one by, like, 15 lengths. Yeah. And the results went up on the board, and it wasn't official. It wasn't official. I'm, and just sitting there waiting, and there was no objection. There was no inquiry. There was no nothing. 
And all of a sudden, like about 15 minutes goes by, and they take the numbers down. And they announced that the winner had been disqualified. The jockey had thrown the weights out in the starting gate. I had never heard that. I, it's incredible. And it's, my horse got my... So my horse that finished second got placed first. I, and I hit a real good double. I had about a $5 double. It was a big one. And I'll never forget that. It was the only time I've ever seen that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, have you ever heard of... Uh, so somebody happened? is going to have to clarify how they do that. I, I don't, you know... Because it's always the jocks of the first three, the horses that are in the money that have to come back and weigh in. Yeah. I think in the old days, Neil, everybody had a weigh-in, but now it's the first three. Right. But anyway, even if the winner, you know, has thrown the weights, the results are official now. I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, you know, they'll disqualify him from purse money, but right. us poor, you know, bet. Boy, that sounds like a hell of a good way to cash a bet, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> to hell with the purse money. <laughs> you got it. Well, I'm sure that Phil Saltzman or one of our astute friends will call in on yeah, Monday and clarify that I had nobody to ask. I said, you have friends, at least we could... And you know, you're right, Neil... The hell with the purse money. There's people betting in all the uh, game rooms in Texas and uh, Vegas now. You bet. Uh, another comment. Yes, I, sir. You were out of town last week, but Calder had 13000 on Sunday. I don't know if you commented. Well, yeah, because they had that tote bag yeah. giveaway that I pumped the hell out of, even though uh, I didn't need to. But, yeah, they had that uh, big incredible $25 tote bag. Yeah. Those were gigantic bags. <laughs> An it was an incredible I've seen a lot crowd. of gigantic bags, usually at Gulfstream. There was a lot of old bags, too. Yeah, I bet. All right, take care. Okay, see ya. Well, we better check that out. I wonder if John Stamos on the beach there on MTV is wearing a button or a zipper fly. I guess we'll find out during the break. 148 at WIOD, and right now every stinking Toyota dealer in town is trying to unload their 91 model. So your initial investment, I told you they're, uh, they get a deal for carrying certain, you know, per subscriber, like with Turner. They uh, then they sell advertising sell on local some of those where they have local avails. and you pay. Yeah, so they so get paid three ways. Three ways. Now, who ever heard of such a thing? I know. At the phone company, FDNL, it would be like us sending you a bill to listen to WIOD. Okay, yes. by the minute they get paid one way. FPL phone company one one income cable has and then like three. us charging you for hooking up your radio so you can hear WIOD. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> Call 45, and let's go to a, a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uncle Neil, there is a wrestling network. Really? There is. I was out in... Well, a, if anybody should know, Palm Beach County should <laughs> be into it heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Neil, can you do me a favor? Yeah. I'd like to call my brother a douchebag. Okay. Hey, Philip, you're a douchebag. Okay, pal. <laughs> you feel better now? <laughs> okay. No, he just... That was it. 35 cents a minute. Now, yeah. Come on. While in Palm Beach. Oh, there was a great, speaking of Eastern, you would have been on the floor. There was a great story on Channel 4 News last night about how Eastern is coming up with these reduced fares to New York now, $49 one way. Mm -hmm. And they were taping out at the airport. And there was this one guy, a French-Canadian, <laughs> who had bought his tickets to go home. He was stranded because his tickets were worthless. Oh, my. And he was stranded here, and he was trying to get back, which got me upset to begin with. Because if French-Canadians can't get home, it's I'm really precedent. Don't you think? And they were talking about the new $49 one-way to New York fares, and they asked him if he would take advantage of it. Oh, no, 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 no. I got no more money. No, no, not for me. <laughs> and I just about <gasps> tinkled on the floor with this wonderful French-Canadian. Now, I guess if they would have paid him to go back. <laughs> and we'll consider it. Believe yes. me, pal, you want to call us, we'll take up a collection. 